inspirational, uplifting, altogether good. The Good News, Franklin County Schools. Welcome to WFCS Radio, the Good News Franklin County Schools Podcast. The Good News Franklin County Schools Podcast was created to share the amazing work taking place within our district as we share things, all things inspirational, uplifting, all together good. I'm your host, Dwayne McIntosh, and I'm excited about being joined today by some by three fabulous ladies from three of our high schools, our three college advisors. Let's give them a warm welcome to the podcast today. Ladies, how you doing? How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah, let it go. Let it marinate. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. So for my my right to left, please tell us your name, a little bit about yourself, and what school you represent today. Yeah, I guess we can just do like our regular introductions that we do. Yeah. Um, so I am Keita Adams. I am a second year returning advisor at Franklinton High School in obviously Franklin County. Oh. Mm-hmm. Obviously Franklin County. Obviously That's right. Franklin County. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Hey, um, I'm Destiny Goldston. I'm also a second year advisor. Um, and I serve at Lewisburg High or Lewisburg Magnet High School. Lewisburg mm-hmm. Magnet. Give it up for Destiny. Yes. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm a first year advisor at Bun High School, and um, this is my oh yes my first year mm-hmm. in Franklin County. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go in Franklin County. In Franklin County. Emphasize the Franklin. So all right. So awesome. Right off the back. All right, what what is a college advisor? I think I know what it is. And I'm like, oh, we got school counselors. What what is a college advisor? What what is your role? What do you do? I think um, it is the best job. <laughs> you are describing that. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so we are college advisors. So I'm glad you pointed out that we are different from our counselors. Um, we do work in tandem and with partnership with our counselors, um, but we do very like individual like advising and kind of giving and providing accesses to post secondary education pathways, um, and that can look. Uh, different for many different students. So we work with obviously our colleges and universities, um, making sure they're good with their applications and financial aid. Um, but we also get into our community colleges, um, military pathways, and just any career pathways. But obviously promoting and emphasizing getting an education after you graduate. So that's essentially what we do. Y'all better give it up for that. Hey, hey. I know my elevator speech. So you mentioned... Um, coaching so to speak so is this is this more of a one-on-one role is this a group thing how's that work is it like hey we're having these group sessions come here from our college advisor every month are you meeting one on how's that work how's tell me a little bit more about that so i feel like it's a big mix of everything um so we do meet with each student one-on-one so with each senior we kind of figure out what their goals are for after graduation and then that's what we're kind of working on all year um and then besides meeting one-on-one we also have presentations that we can give to classrooms um and so then we're having all of the students in the class telling them maybe giving them a match fit presentation or financial aid overview um so it's just there's many different things that we can do just like taking them on um tours like campus tours so it's just anything that kind of promotes the college going culture um is what we try to do that's good. That's good. So how do you get in contact with them? I mean, I'm assuming you, you email them, of course, but is there like signups? Do they, they filter through the school counselor to reach you? Do you target specific groups based, based on a 
potential careers, mm-hmm. et cetera, college choices? How's that work? Yeah. Um, so specifically at Lewisburg, um, and I'm sure other schools, um, seniors have to meet with the counselors at first. So I was able to join in on those um, one-on-one meetings uh, initially. Um, okay. And then from there, a follow-up meeting, then they could just do it with me. Um, but yes, initially, I guess, emailing um, and then joining in on the one-on-one meetings with our counselors. But there's different approaches for how each school is run. So like. Yeah, I know for my school, like Destiny said, it varies um, depending on the culture of your school, how you want to partner with any teachers, any counselors, and especially um, approval from administration on how we want to meet with certain groups of students. Um, but yeah, we usually, I know specifically for NC State's College Advising Corps, we are have a goal of meeting 100% of our seniors, at least within the first semester. Um, so we want to make sure that we are preparing them for at least any deadlines coming up, um, but especially going into the spring we already have a general idea of who our senior class is and we can meet them in a variety of different ways so emailing um i know i have like a scheduling appointment calendar mm-hmm. for them to join um coming into the office just letting us know how they want to meet when they want to meet um anything like that that's good mm-hmm. right at bun um i'm on the hallway with all the students and the the math teachers and science teachers okay. so they can just stop by whenever they feel like it or if they need help with open anything. door policy yeah right. okay Um, And so initially, um, when we first got to the school, um, I would step into meetings with the counselors um, if they were meeting with the students that I needed to see. And then the students that I didn't catch, I would go to an English class and I knew had a lot of seniors. um, And I just pull them out one by one if that was okay with the teacher. um, And then just talk to them quickly. And whoever else I didn't get, I would just hunt them down for for the next right. couple of weeks right. it's literally yeah. that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's always one or two you're like hey come yeah. on i need yeah. to talk to you hey, at the school at the some point in the day yeah <laughs> and that's another point we're there every day yeah from mm. 7 45 to or 3 whatever the time is but time. so hold on hold on <laughs> so literally monday through friday yeah school open school closed you yes. are available and accessible we are exactly yeah wow is this specifically for seniors? What about juniors? So we can work with juniors. Too. Yeah. Um, we focus on seniors firstly, um, but second semester, we kind of shift our focus to juniors as well. Mm-hmm. So we also are trying to meet with as many juniors as we can second semester mm-hmm. um, and just talk them through options, also taking them on um, campus tours. Yeah. So um, we're still focusing on seniors, but also like giving access to juniors too. Yeah, and that can also extend to like our underclassmen as well. Mm-hmm. We're a pretty whole school, so if anybody wow. finds out we're in the school and they want to come and talk to us, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just come right on in, and yeah. we're it's never a no, we can't meet with you. I don't think the families of Franklin County Schools <laughs> understand what these ladies are saying. Mm-hmm. If you are a student in high school, yep, in Franklin County, yeah. You have access to a college advisor, a one-on-one coach to help transition your child to post-secondary education. Absolutely. They are at the school Monday through Friday, open to close. Families, take advantage of what Franklin County Schools has to offer for your child. Yeah. Oh man, that's oh, I'm so excited. This that's I don't know. If every family really understands that, Mm-mm. that you you guys are accessible to them. So thank yeah. you for that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Hot topic, scholarships. Okay. 
scholarships. Come on. Most families want to save money. Yes, Mm -hmm. I know I do. So what what kind of advice or what kind of, um, I guess, um, guidance are you giving students and families about scholarship availability and how to apply, et cetera? Yeah. Um, I know for me, um, there is a especially when I would meet parents during like a spring showcase or an orientation, there's like a common misconception that um, there are only scholarships available based on like merit. So Mm. like academics, Mm. playing a sport, you know, anything, any accolades, they think that their student, um, if they don't have any of those things, can't apply for a scholarship. Mm. I know for me, um, that is not the case. I have many of my students able to try to apply for a scholarship. Um, I will say scholarships is one thing I talk to my students about of you need to be on it and diligent when it comes to actually applying for a scholarship. Um, finding scholarships is you usually kind of just go through us about it because there's mm-hmm. many different sites and ways that you can find scholarships, especially coming to us with local scholarships. Mm-hmm. And I know there's not a lot of emphasis on those because they tend to be smaller than, say, like a Coca-Cola scholarship mm-hmm. or a Taco Bell. Um, and so a lot of students tend to get discouraged when they are applying to these really big scholarships mm. that have thousands yeah. of applicants. Um, when you can apply to some of our local scholarships that do not get many applicants. Yeah. And they add up. And they add up. If you can apply to many and they add up, we have a couple of some going out right now for our seniors that are local, mm-hmm. like some specifically to my high school, some specifically to Franklin County students. Um, so I think that's like the best advice I can give is apply local but then like you keep saying talk to the college advisor mm-hmm. about what is out there because they are there that's right yeah. that's good <laughs> um also another thing i want to add is i yeah. feel like a lot of the students think that everyone else is applying for scholarships mm-hmm. or like well i ain't gonna get it I'm not gonna because get it. Wow. they're also applying but in reality everyone's thinking that mm-hmm. so then no one's applying yeah. um except those select few so that one who does end up applying will get it get regardless it, for sure um so mm-hmm. like that's state employee point. scholarship that we just yes. under they just did their interviews last yeah. week i think um then there's like impact urgent care they mm-hmm. have their scholarship they just sent out but they're out there you just gotta that's so good yeah. that's so good and at bun i know that um myself and then the the guidance counselors um we all try to send out all of the scholarships that we see so yeah. anything that gets sent to us um, we post it on our website and mm-hmm. we also send it out to students. So Absolutely. if they check their email, so I, yes. I would also stress the importance of applying for those local scholarships because mm-hmm. I've had so many students say, well, I've applied for the big scholarships that I found online, like the yep. Coca-Cola, the McDonald's, but I haven't applied for the local scholarships and I haven't heard anything back from the bigger ones. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, apply to the local scholarships. You're competing against less students you're competing against Mm. everybody in franklin county absolutely um so there's just more opportunity there i think so Mm. those are a big plus and we also have like because they're local they are sending it directly to us so we have like a we can build like a relationship with the scholarship committee so if Mm -hmm. they're they're the ones calling us on the phone saying hey we have this opportunity for these students. What does a deadline for y'all might look like? It's How can we get time. exactly mm-hmm. to actually apply for these local ones? Because if you have concerns or questions, it is easier for us to contact that scholarship committee than it is to contact the national scholarships. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a little difficult right. to do. So 
I, we just behoove. That's to so apply good. Those. Also, for mm-hmm. any seniors who have already applied to um, a four year school or a, even a two year, they have scholarships available yes. through like their own um, institution. So, mm-hmm. I always um, try to encourage the students who, if they've decided that they're going there, to apply Mm -hmm. um, to the institution scholarships because they usually have just one application that applies you for so many different scholarships and um, they can choose through those. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to slow that down and repeat Repeat. that one more time. Repeat that one more time. Any senior. Right. Any senior who has... has applied to Mm -hmm. a school and been accepted, they can apply to those institutions' scholarships. Yes. So it's usually one application that you fill out, and then um, they take it from there, and they see what you're eligible for, and they will notify you if you've received any scholarships from that institution. Seniors, you applied, you've been accepted. When you're doing your financial aid package, check with those scholarships in that Mm -hmm. school that you've been accepted to. And make sure you check in all those boxes. Yeah, apply up, apply to as many as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The worst thing they can say is no. Literally right. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is free money free for money, you to go yeah. to school. Graduation. Yeah. This is so good. This is so good. <laughs> all right. So transition just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Getting into this role. How did that come about? Was I mean, was there a job board? Is that was that a goal of yours out of high school, out of college? Like, how did that come about, each of you? Well, I had a college advisor, um, but through the Carolina Corps. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, um, but is that an inside joke I missed? Well, like Carolina <laughs> the has their own Corps. Oh, yes. oh yes. okay. We're in the Corps. I'm um, back now. I'm so, back. Yes. yes. Um, where my school is located, Carolina, that was one of their territories. Or, okay. um, I guess, yeah. yeah. Like um, so I knew about the College Bison Corps. Um, and then also we graduated, well, two of, I, we, two of us yeah. graduated in 2021, so missed of COVID. Yeah. So I did not want to do grad school um, mm-hmm. straight out of graduation. So I was like, well, what's something that I could do that is beneficial um, and gained some experience. And so I stumbled across this. My um, advisor sent me the link to apply. And I had it in my email for a little bit. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to apply. Yeah. And then I, it was getting close to graduation. And I still haven't heard back from other places. So I was like, I will apply and see what's happening. So, yeah. But I'm glad I did. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I'm glad That's you did awesome. Too. Give it up. I love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My advisor also sent me, um, <laughs> Lovely. sent me the job, so um, I saw that come through. And I had worked in um, for my work study at NC State in the academic advising um, building, mm-hmm. so I'd worked there just at the front desk. But um, I got to know the advisors there, and I really liked them. And I saw just how they helped the students, and mm-hmm. specifically like exploratory study students. Um, but so. From then on, I was kind of like, well, I like this academic advising, college advising. Mm-hmm. So when um, my advisor sent me this job, um, I applied, and then it's really the only job I applied for. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, this is what I think I want to do. Yes. So. That's good. Good for you, too. <laughs> yeah. And um, for me, um, mine is pretty, I just know I want to work in education and I knew I wanted to work with students. So I stumbled upon this job my junior year of my undergrad 
um, and they were doing info sessions because I was an RA at the time, so a resident advisor on campus mm-hmm. at the time. And so they did a really good job of pinpointing the people that would make a lot of sense to come in this role because they kind of came into a meeting that we were in once. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we got this thing for you. And you're like... <laughs> I want to work with the students. <laughs> I want to work in some student support service area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a two-year position. So like Destiny said, we graduated in the midst of COVID. And my our senior year was yeah. online. Um, so I didn't think I was competitive enough to get into a graduate school, mm-hmm. um, especially like the programs that I wanted to be in. Um, and so I knew that this position would be great for professional development experience, mm-hmm. but then just also just working with students and seeing yes. what working in a school seems like. Mm-hmm. And it's so been good. great. It's so good. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah. We are blessed to have all three of you. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Awesome here, especially hearing young people want to help more young people. So that's good. Yeah. All right, so let's see where we are. Last question for you guys, and then we'll transition to some would you rather. All right. Excited. So what would you want um, families and students to know at this juncture that you can assist as a resource, whether that be a junior or a senior, sophomore? What do you want them to know at this moment? What should they be looking forward to at this moment in their high school journey? Hmm. kind of a loaded question too mm-hmm. a lot so of if, if i'm a parent of a junior yeah what should i be focused on right now or f- a parent or, st- or junior yeah. student what should be my goal at this time and you know the mm-hmm. end of my junior year going into my senior year i think if they are college bound if they know that they want to go either to a two-year or four-year um they need to be focused one on their grades keeping oh, yeah. those up um, and then kind of taking honors classes or AP classes just to make themselves competitive, um, but also being involved in their school and in their community because um, community service is a big thing, I think, when applying to schools and just being um, a leader in that community. Yep. Um, it just shows a lot about you as a student, and I would say it makes you more competitive. I love that. Yeah, I love that's that. good. Um, kind of just going off of that, I made something up like, a couple of weeks ago. I was really proud of it. Um, for juniors, I told them to focus on like exploration and foundation. Mm. I will trademark that. Um, <laughs> exploration and foundation. So Christina touched on a big part of like the foundation. So your junior year is like the most important year, I think, of high school, mm-hmm. um, especially the second semester for them. Mm-hmm. And so foundation is having those grades, having those courses that you need. So the AP dual enrollment, um, honors courses, but then even if you're not taking any of those, just getting good grades in them, um, doing the, um, I think the testing, so ACT, SAT scores, if you want anything to back you up that way, that's a good foundation piece. Um, and then the Another foundation is that extracurricular. Of mm-hmm. I could not tell you how many seniors who have such beautiful GPAs and academic standing just don't have not just been involved in their community mm-hmm. and and wanting to be like that well-rounded student outside of academics. Right. That really kind of um, was unfortunate when admissions decisions was coming back and they couldn't figure out what was going on. I was mm. like, they want you to be more yeah. right. <laughs> than your academics. They want you to be a part of the community. And then exploration. So c- campus tours with us, you know, mm. when we have admissions visits, come to the school, That's explore so 
your options. So good. We just did our college and career fair today at Franklinton and just explore. And they had such a good time just knowing, okay, this is something that I can look forward to right. my senior year. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That so, that's so good. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> All right. And then what about sophomores? Anything for sophomores? I think seniors are kind of like, you're on your way out the yeah. door. <laughs> um, but what about sophomores? They're they're up and coming. They're probably going to be the ones coming to you next year. Say, hey, what you know, as their partners, you're partnering with the um, school counselor. Say, hey, what else should I need to be doing? Hey, mm-hmm. the college advisor can help you with this right now. Is yes. anything sophomore families, students can be looking forward to or be thinking about for the next yeah. school year? I think for sophomores, it really is, you know, building off of, you know, making sure that they have the right courses they're going to take for junior year. Mm -hmm. Um, Right Mm -hmm. now, we just ended like we're going through course registration. So sophomores, I'm seeing a lot more just because of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I know they got called to potentially doing dual enrollment courses their junior year. Um, so it is a lot of like the course registration, talking to your counselors a lot more, and then introducing yourself to college advising. Mm-hmm. Um, our position is a two-year temporary mm-hmm. position. Okay. So just getting yourself acquainted with the college advising services in your school so you know what questions to ask now and then into your junior and senior year because you know you have that resource when they come around. So it's easier for the college advisor to build off of making that meeting with you mm-hmm. so so through your program you said it's two years this is mm-hmm. someone else replace you next year yes oh I know. bittersweet it is very it is very bittersweet oh man <laughs> well for you two that are kind of um leaving us do come back and visit and check of on course. us and share your experiences Absolutely. let us know how you're doing Definitely. we'll love to hear that going forward so yeah. Um, another thing that I will say about sophomores yeah. is just to make sure that your counselors know that you want to pursue a college career. Yes. So mm-hmm. there are certain classes that you have to take. So like you Language. have to take two foreign languages yeah. and they have to be consecutive. Um, you have to take all of your English, all of your math, your social studies. Yep. So um, if you're not on the college track, then you need to get on that and let your um, counselor know so they can register you for the right classes. Exactly. That's good. That's a good one. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. Give it up. Give it up for these ladies one more time. All right. So now it's time. Yeah. Let's, let, let it marinate. <laughs> let it sit. Let it simmer. So we're going to transition to the portion of the show called Would You Rather? Would You Rather? All right, so simple as the name says, says mm-hmm. would you rather? I'm going to give you two options. Please each tell me your choice in no particular order, and please do give an explanation, all right? Mm-hmm. So here we go. First question. Would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things around in your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? Telekinesis or telepathy? I think I'd rather have telepathy. Just because, um, I guess, just knowing what people are thinking, I guess you could kind of empathize with them more. Mm-hmm. You could kind of know how they need to be supported or how you can influence them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The truth comes out. <laughs> um, I would say telekinesis, I think. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to know what's on someone else's mind. Um, just because that would hurt my feelings. Amen to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. I would say telekinesis too. Um, I 
don't like to move very much. Um, I really, let me tell you, like I said, we had the fair today. Breaking down the chairs, <laughs> breaking down the tables, picking up trash. In heels, too? In heels, mm. okay? I want telekinesis for that, literally specifically for that Fair reason. enough, fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, would you rather have Beyonce's talent or Jay-Z's business acumen? Beyonce's talent. <laughs> um, I like singing. I don't know if I'm good at it, but... Um, well, we, we can judge for no. you. Go ahead. Oh, no. Lord. I was going to say, hold on now. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, but, yeah, definitely Beyonce's talent. She has a beautiful voice, and mm. I think that's just such a cool activity to do or just, like, a passion to you do. Do karaoke? Um... No, I'm too shy to do karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go do karaoke. We should. Link just us three. Yeah. That'd be dope. Hmm. See, those two are kind of controversial. <laughs> but uh I don't know. I don't ever want to be a businessman, like, you mm. know. Um, but talent to be that talented is mm-hmm. you have to do something well you, i guess you don't have to but that's great a lot power. to carry yeah that's great but i guess i would love to sing um very well so maybe yeah i'm in love with beyonce so <laughs> i was I gonna would, say i would highly I doubt that any of the three young ladies select <laughs> did not select beyonce i'm, I'm not a business savvy person that's yeah. not my ministry um i love her talent her singing her she also has a good keen business eye so if i could take that talent i could take that too um her choreography the way she's creatively yeah i like beyonce fair fair enough fair (laughs) enough good question too because she's going on tour that is true (laughs) she's going on tour soon (laughs) yeah Tour, car, pay, Victor. At this point. All right. Would you rather communicate only in emoji or never be able to text all at all ever again? What? Communicate only in emojis or never text at all. Can I ask a question? Sure. Um, can you do voice recordings? For the instead of that's a good question. That's not actually text. You know, it's not text. It's that is a good question. For the sake of for the sake of this conversation, I'm gonna say no. Darn it. Mm, Emojis. I think they're so funny. Yeah. I'll say emojis too. Is it like like texting emojis or yeah, texting emojis? Yeah. Because you can like you can create a whole narrative with the emojis we got. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and never text again. I'm I texted you say never text again. <laughs> really? <laughs> because I like talking on the phone. So I would That's true. I would just give them a call. In FaceTime too, right? Yeah. That's yeah. True. yeah. FaceTime. That's so, FaceTime or yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> like when people FaceTime me like randomly. Like impromptu. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you gotta give me text. Give me hey, text what are you me. doing right now? Yeah. I'll I'll still say no, but y'all on the way here. I need to send an emoji or something. (laughs) There we go. Fair enough. Fair enough, ladies. Thank y'all so much for joining today. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Really, absolutely. Absolutely. It was was my pleasure. Enjoyed all three of you. You had great insight and such an addition to what we're doing here in Franklin County Schools and trying to progress students to the next phase in life. So thank you for what you do every day. Thank you so much. This was fun. I appreciate it. (laughs) 
All right, so folks, as we conclude today's episode of the Good News Franklin County Schools podcast, if you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, please subscribe, share with a friend. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, remember that there is greatness inside of you. Uh, Let it out. Uh, Share the good news, and we will see you later, everyone. Inspirational, uplifting, altogether good. The Good News, Franklin County Schools.